Welcome to episode 31 of the Digital Brand Envy podcast. My name is Michelle Caruana, and before I get started with this episode, I just want to give you a little warning that it's a little bit different than my normal podcast. Usually, I stick to the business advice and the strategies and tactics to grow your email list and sell your digital courses and things like that, but I just wanted to share something that happened to me uh, in the last couple days and something that I've been thinking a lot about And I am going to give you some takeaways as business owners, but this is a little bit more personal. This is a little bit more um, not scripted. So I just wanted to give you a little bit of a warning. And if you do enjoy the episode and if you generally find the information helpful, the best way that you can help is to leave a five-star rating and review wherever you listen. I appreciate it so much and it helps more than you know. All right. So before we get into the good stuff, I just want to give you a quick overview. So I received an email last night and it really bothered me. And the fact that it bothered me, bothered me even more because I've done so much work on myself the last couple of years. As you guys know, I've openly struggled with accepting criticism, even constructive criticism from people who have good intentions. I am deeply passionate about my businesses. It's something that I eat, sleep, breathe every single day. So I do tend to take things personally a little bit more than I should. I've shared this countless times on both the podcast and my YouTube channel, but some things just really still get to me and I lost sleep over this. I couldn't figure out why this one person was bothering me so much and giving me so much pause because again, usually I have no problem shaking off negativity, constructive criticism. I openly welcome, I survey my list all the time. So again, the fact that this bothered me so much was kind of causing me to take a step back and say, you know, oh, am I not doing as well as I thought I was? Am I, you know, do I need to look at something that's going on in my life, something that I'm dealing with emotionally? And I think I figured it out and I wanted to share some takeaways with you guys today about what I learned about how I respond and how I react to others. So let's do it. You're listening to the Digital Brand Envy Podcast, where we believe creating an impactful customer journey is the biggest opportunity to grow any business. Sales funnel strategist Michelle Caruana will let you in behind the scenes of the campaigns and launches her team is working on while highlighting what's working and what's not to attract an audience and convert them into customers and raving fans so you can achieve your own envy-worthy brand. All right, so first I'm going to start with reading the first email that I got from this person. And this isn't the email that caused such a reaction. Um, It was actually the follow-up to this that really kind of um, shook me a little bit. But to give you the full picture, I'm going to read the whole thing. So it says, I was genuinely interested in your emails, but you spam too much. Why don't you have some regard for your subscribers? I suggest improving your offering rather than spamming people like this. You leave no option for people like me to unsubscribe or mark these emails as junk. All right, so this was sent to me at 5.12 this morning. And I, you know, immediately was like, you know what? I did send a couple sales emails in the last couple days. You know, let me just hop on and see, you know, if anybody else had any feedback. Let me see, like, what's going on, when this guy subscribed, uh, if he's downloaded or purchased anything. I, you know, really take this constructive criticism seriously. And email marketing is one of the most important things for my business. So 
I wanted to take a look at what was going on and to see if I you know, had any room for improvement. So I went and hopped into Active Campaign, which is the email marketing software that I used, and I looked this person up in the database. And I noticed that he subscribed seven months ago. He downloaded one of my free, I think it's like a 30-page playbook teaching you, you know, everything you need to know to get started and decide if opening an indoor playground is right for you. This was a Play Cafe Academy-related email, by the way. And I noticed that he opened one email after he downloaded the free playbook seven months ago, and then he hadn't opened or clicked a single email since then. So the email that he opened yesterday, which did happen to be a sales-related email, I was promoting my uh, $57 workshop about how to launch a mobile event business. So that email from yesterday that he was responding to was the first one that he had opened in the last six months. So I, you know, immediately, immediately was like, interesting. You know, this person said that he was genuinely interested in my emails, yet he's not opening them. And I know with like mobile devices, a lot of times it doesn't trigger an open or anything like that. But I saw that, you know, because some emails that he had opened had triggered an open, you know, I felt pretty confident that this person had never clicked and certainly, or had not opened and certainly not clicked an email because even if it doesn't trigger an open, it always triggers a click in active campaign. So just wanted to side note that a little bit. But I noticed that he hadn't opened any emails. So I went back and I, you know, looked at all of the emails that this person had gotten to see if maybe he you know was receiving too many sales emails in like a disproportionate way um, because I take email marketing again very seriously every single week I create a free podcast a free blog and a free YouTube video specifically to give free information to my email list so I you know I did definitely take this to heart I wanted to spring into action see if there was anything I could do um, and so I looked up and of the 72 emails that I have sent this person in the last seven months since they subscribed, 15 of them offered some sort of product or something for purchase. And the remaining 57 emails were actually literally just free information. So I was either sharing the link to my latest free YouTube video, I was sharing a new free guide or a resource or a checklist or a blog or a podcast or something like that. So of the 72 emails he received, he opened two of them. Yes, both were sales emails, but for whatever reason, he just chose to disregard the other emails. And, you know, I did the math because something that, you know, I hear from Jenna Kutcher and Amy Porterfield and those types of people is that you should really abide by the 80-20 rule when it comes to email marketing. So 80% of your email should be value-based and 20% can be asking for something. So asking for a sale, asking for a conversion, something like that. So in those 57 emails, there really was no call to action other than, you know, watch this video, subscribe to my channel because it's free, something like that. So I responded to him and I said, you know, so sorry that this email offended you. And I, I have a little copy paste response in case this ever happens. It very rarely does, but I basically just said, you know, sorry, this offended you. Feel free to hit the unsubscribe button. I understand that my style is not for everyone. Totally fine. You know, have a great day. And yes, it was maybe a little short. It was maybe a little, you know, tongue in cheek, kind of like, you know, thanks for taking the time out of your day to send me this note. Uh, you could have just unsubscribed, but anyways, um, so he was apparently, uh, I, I don't know if I would say offended by my response, but his response to my like two-liner was, uh, and I'm going to read this directly, 
Um, it says, I am not surprised that you took offense to my email. It's naturally to be emotionally attached to what to doing what you love. However, this can sometimes lead to turning a blind eye to things. For example, if you are genuinely interested in your, your subscribers, then you could have followed up with me to better understand my point of view. I've been an active user for a long time. However, your response is, I will keep doing exactly what I'm doing, and also implying I am not a good fit. This reflects attitude of arrogance and shifting blame away from yourself. I hope instead of taking offense again, you can self-reflect. It's a shame you didn't even Google my name before jumping onto your judgments. Perhaps your view would have been different. As you suggested, I will hit that unsubscribe button. In fact, I will go one step further and block my time and block you as my time is too valuable at $2,000 per hour. And that is the one that really, really got to me because he was assuming that I didn't do my research when in fact I had immediately logged on to active campaign and saw that he actually wasn't an active user as he apparently claimed he was. Um, and he just, by his tone, by his response, I just, I chose to not engage. And I said, you know what, if you want to unsubscribe, go ahead. I've sent you 57 emails full of value, which I did mention, um, you know, you didn't open them. So if you want to go, then, you know, don't let the door hit you on the way out. And his response, I, I have to say, really shook me to my core. And I really didn't understand why at first. You know, so I, I of course, I did have to Google his name after this. And I'm not surprised. It is a well-educated white male. Um, he is not, by the way, an email marketing expert or a marketing professional of any kind. He's actually a lawyer. So <laughs> I have so many things that I that triggered me in this email. Now, his first point that it's naturally natural to be emotionally attached to doing what you love, you know, sometimes this can lead to turning a blind eye, yada yada, that is absolutely an accurate statement. However, I do also believe that actions speak louder than words. And the fact that I know my content is good. I know my content helps people and I'm validated in that by the fact that I have a great email open rate, an extremely low unsubscribe rate, less than 1%. Um, I'm validated that people continue to buy my products. I've helped thousands of people with my paid products in the last two years. And I also very rarely get emails like this. So to me, you know, those numbers speak for themselves. The fact that one person was offended by me asking for someone to purchase a $57 workshop that honestly I think is worth 20 times that, um, which sold out by the way. Um, the fact that he was so offended by the fact that I was selling in this email, um, really just, it, it, it brought up my curiosity. So next he says, you know, if you are genuinely interested in your subscribers, then you could have followed up to better understand my point of view. Again, you know, this first email, it was pretty combative. It didn't really offer any anything constructive. It just said, stop spamming. I don't like your emails. And you know what? That's fine. If you think that sending tons of free content is spam, then again, goodbye. I really don't have time to deal with this. And you know, I take my subscribers very seriously, which is why I take so much time creating free content for them. The workshop that I was selling was actually requested. It's one of my most requested workshops. So, you know, who am I to not give my email list what they want? And I also survey them constantly, you know, asking what they want next, how they want to hear from me, things like that. So 
the fact that this person is accusing me of not caring about my subscribers because I chose to not engage with his combative email is just really insulting to me as a business owner. And again, what he's saying is absolutely true, but I did the research. I looked at the data. I feel very comfortable with my emails and you know the fact that I'm giving free value 80% of the time. So yeah, I chose to respond in a very short manner. I did not choose to engage or follow up with him. And you know that offended him apparently. And so when I Googled his name, again, he is a well-educated white male. He is a lawyer. Um, he doesn't teach email marketing or anything like that. So the fact that he said that I had an attitude of arrogance and shifting blame away from myself, that's what kind of started to send me into a tailspin. So first of all, I don't know what blame he expects me to take after sending him 57 free value emails and asking for an actual conversion 15 times over the last seven months. Um, and by the way, he's never purchased one of my paid products. He's just sit idle on my email list for seven months. Um, so yeah, I am implying that you're not a good fit because you've had plenty of chances to engage with my content and have chosen not to. So um, the fact that he called me arrogant and tried to shift blame, um, no, that wasn't what I was doing. So now he's asking me to self-reflect, which okay. Um, I, again, feel very good about my strategy. It shows in my numbers. It shows in my conversion rates. It shows in my sales. It shows in the thousands of people that I've helped. Um, so no, I am actually not going to take any more time to self-reflect, but thank you very much for the mansplation. I really didn't need it, but again, I appreciate you sharing your opinion, I guess. Um, and so again, when I Googled his name, he is a, uh, male white lawyer. And this is what really, really is the worst part of this email to me when he says, perhaps your view would have been different. So to me, this is implying that because he is a successful lawyer and that he's, you know, well-educated and male and white, that his opinion would be somehow more important, or I should take his opinion into more consideration than anybody else on my email list than the people that actually purchase from me, than the people that actually engage with my content. Again, like I said, actions to me speak way louder than words. So the fact that this person, just because of his status in life, he thinks that his opinion of my email marketing strategy, which apparently he actually knows nothing about, that I should take his opinion into higher regard from anyone else on my email list really, really got to me. And again, I wasn't really sure why at first. You know, he said, perhaps my view would have been different. Okay, no, my view is not different. Actually, I'm more offended after I Googled him. Um, so by the way, and then he said that I will hit that unsub unsubscribe button. He hasn't yet. Um, I checked. You know, it's been a couple hours. He has not unsubscribed. Um, and then he says, I will go one step further and block as my time is too valuable at $2,000 per hour. So now he's letting me know exactly how much he makes. He's further asserting his authority over me. I don't know if the fact that I'm a woman or the fact that I'm, you know, 20 years younger than, than him, I don't know what about me, you know, makes him think that he is that much better than me, that he can, I mean, this is the most condescending email I think I've ever received, especially because again, it's unsubstantiated. It's not supported by his actions. It's not supported by any data. So the fact that he felt the need to send me this email and tell me that he is more important than any of the other 
you know, 20,000 people on my email list just because, you know, he makes a lot of money and he knows better than me apparently. Um, no. So I just wanted to leave you with this. You know, this email could have really just stopped me in my tracks. It could have made me say, you know what, maybe I do spam too much. Maybe I should stop selling. Maybe I should change my strategy. When again, this is completely unsubstantiated. The data and numbers do not back up his claims. Um, but I'm not going to. You know, I'm going to do exactly what I said I'm going to do. I'm going to keep doing exactly what I'm doing because I know that I'm helping people. I know that I'm putting valuable, free information into hands that need it. And yes, I will always choose to value the opinion of people who actually engage with my content and purchase my products and things like that. Yes, I am always going to take their opinions over people who get 72 emails from me and open two of them. And you know what? I'm not going to apologize for it. The fact that this person wants me to reflect about my actions for sending an email, you know, it's not like I... I'm refusing to refund this guy thousands of dollars or something like that. I literally sent him an email and he's expecting me to take blame for that. So no, um, I am not going to apologize. I'm not going to lay down. I am not going to change a single thing because the numbers, again, do not signal any need for a change. So I just wanted to give you guys, if you are also receiving negative criticism or anything like that, really make sure before you make any big changes make sure you look at your numbers. You know, a lot of times those harsh words can sting, but unless your, you know, unsubscribes are skyrocketing or unless you're getting a ton of this feedback, just keep doing what you're doing. You know, when I finally dug a little bit deeper and thought about why this person triggered me so much, I think it is because, you know, I'm internally struggling. I know, you know, I have been very, very guilty of sending nasty emails to businesses if I feel like I've been wronged or something like that. And nine times out of 10, actually probably 10 times out of 10, it really has more to do with me emotionally than with what the business actually did. You know, I'm probably dealing with something behind the scenes and I'm looking for a target. I'm looking to get a little bit more control of my life, whatever the case may be. So I already know that, you know, when somebody gives me these nasty comments, I know that it has a lot more to do with them than it does with me. I know that. But this one really got to me and it, you know, my response was so visceral and so, you know, strong because I am actually struggling right now. You know, and I did send that, you know, tongue in cheek, you know, no, I I am not going to apologize. I'm not going to self-reflect. Um, I did respond to that unlike my usual self, and it's because I'm struggling. And I'm struggling because I am a white mom. And I am raising two white sons in a country where we apparently think that black or brown people are less than, that they matter less than white men or white women. And I constantly struggle with checking my privilege and I constantly struggle with how I'm raising my kids so that they don't have that sense of entitlement, so that they don't think that they're better or their opinion matters more or their lives matter more. And so when this person emailed me, yes, it absolutely triggered me. And I just want to thank this person because, you know, no, I'm not going to change my email marketing strategy at all, but you know what? I am, you know, going to take his words to heart, but not in the way he wants me to. I am absolutely going to use this as an example of how I do not want to raise my children and how I do not want to raise you know, my two white sons, their opinions do not matter more just because they are 
white and male. And if they do, you know, uh, God willing, grow up to be successful, you know, that doesn't mean that their opinion matters more. Their actions speak louder than their words. And that is something that I am going to instill in them as much as I can. So again, as business owners, make sure that your decisions are data-driven. Make sure you're not taking this negative criticism to heart, unless of course there is substance to back it up. And, you know, I appreciate this chance uh, to this person to check my privilege a little bit, make sure that I am not raising my children to be so entitled and so condescending. Um, so yeah, that was my rant for today. It's been a long time, but I hope that it brought you some clarity. I hope it helps the next time that you have to deal with negative criticism or somebody condescending to you thinking that they know your intentions and your business better than you. Just keep doing what you're doing. Keep your head up. Keep going. I am here to support you. All right. Have a great day, guys. That was it. <laughs>